guys, it is episode 30 of Video Vampires. This is Mickey. And Jessica. And we're going to talk about television, but before that, uh, let's just dive right in. Jess, what uh, what have you seen lately? Oh man, so I saw, what I want to talk about first is uh, I saw A Prayer Before Dawn, which is uh, about this uh, young man from England who got arrested in Thailand and mm. got sent into the prison and he and becomes, becomes a prison fight. fighter. Yeah. Dude, this movie is fucking gritty. Yeah. And the, the kid who uh, is the main character is actually in that Black Mirror episode, uh, Hang the DJ, okay. and he's in Green Room. Oh, yeah. Um, as, like, the... I remember because he was like, my favorite brand is Cro-Mags, and he was, like, the jujitsu kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. so he plays this character, which is great, because I, I started to recognize him in things, and I think he's a really great up-and-coming actor, mm-hmm. um, because it's such a, a dark, gritty movie, and it's a... I feel like this is a real prison movie, you know? Like, sure. some, I feel like, are, are too exaggerated, but this, like, felt real, and it felt fucked up as I was watching it. But it's great, and he's great in it, and it's, like, dark, and it's violent, and it's sad. Um, it's really good. I would recommend watching it when it comes out. Definitely. Um, and then I also saw The Spy Who Dumped Me, which honestly isn't that bad. Mm. Uh, it's stupid. It's definitely got, like, a lot of stupid humor, but I love Kate Kinnon, man. She's just, like, this really yeah, shiny, bright, funny gal, you know? Um, what's, who else is in it? That Mila girl. Kunis. Yeah, she's whatever, man. She's not that funny in anything. No. It Which sucks, because she's a voice of Meg. I feel like you should be at least a little bit funny, but mm-hmm. not at all. Uh, and then I saw Tao, that Netflix movie. Um, basically, it's the girl from, um, The Guest and, fuck, what's that other movie? Detroit movie? Detroit? <laughs> no, uh, it takes place in Detroit. I'm like having a brain fart, you know, with the... It follows. Uh, it follows, yes. She's in that. Uh, so she's in Tau, and basically, it's kind of like the cube, uh, where, but not, um, she gets kidnapped, basically, and put into this, like, experimental room house thing. Sure. Uh, I liked it. It was good. It was, like, a good update. I like that girl. I think she's a good actress. Um, also... I can't remember his name either, but he played the original Dario on uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. It's like Ed something. Sure. Um, but he was good, too, and he's very creepy, and he's very uh, precise type of guy. Uh, I would I would recommend it. It was a good watch on Netflix. Um, and then I watched The First Power, which is an older movie. Lou Diamond Phillips, he plays this L.A. cop uh, who's, like, hard around the edges. Yeah. And it's, like, definitely, like, a demonic type of, like, he's chasing this guy who supposedly died, but he, like, comes back, and it's like... Like you do. Yeah, yeah, and it, I hadn't seen this in so long, and I was super excited when I found it, because I, re- it's one of those covers that you distinctly remember, like, it's Lou Darren Phillips, and then this huge pentagram, and it's, like, black on the cover, so when I saw it, I was like, oh, shit, I haven't seen this in so long, like, I really want to watch it, and it's surprisingly kind of good, like, it's bad, but it's good. Hey, well, you know, this episode might be a Lou Diamond yeah. Phillips episode, because... <laughs> I rewatched Young Guns. Oh my god! With Lou Diamond Phillips and like, you know, there's that whole awesome. Did scene. he kill someone? No. Didn't wasn't there like a weird scandal with him? No, there was not. Except for the part where he took Emilio Estevez, Charlie Sheen, uh, Dermot Mulroney, and Casey Semesco, and they all did you know peyote in the fucking desert. <laughs> um, and Kiefer Sutherland. And keep for And keep for Of course. Why wouldn't he be? Um, I've been, um, I, well, I saw Sorry to Bother You. Oh, yes. You had already seen. You and mm-hmm. Solomon had both talked about it last episode. I, I finally saw it. I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm not going to dive too much into it because I feel like you kind of don't want to spoil certain things because it really takes the movie in a whole other direction when yeah. certain things happen. Um, but I'm also, I've been home alone for the past few days. Kate's out of town, so I've just been like... <laughs> On a fucking binge of movies. First movie I watched was, uh, I had never seen this before, and I actually had to go out and find it on video, because it's not on DVD to my knowledge. A movie called Mr. Frost. 
Have you ever heard of this movie? No. Jeff Goldblum so. play uh Jeff Goldblum's in it. He plays this guy who um the very beginning of the movie, Jeff Goldblum, cop shows up to his house, and the guy sa- and Jeff Goldblum's like, "Yeah, I just I killed like twenty something people." Uh huh. And then they lock him up, oh, and he doesn't shit. speak for two years. Mm-hmm. And when they when he finally does, like they take him to this like kind of experimental psychiatric ward. And Kathy Baker, who was in Picket Fences, she was in Edward Scissorhands. You know her if you saw her. Yeah. She plays a psychiatrist. They only he's he, she's the only person he wants to talk to. Mm-hmm. And when she finally when he finally talks, he he basically is like. I'm the devil, like straight up, and like she's like, yeah, but a bunch of people in this place say that, and he's like, yeah, but I'm, they're crazy. I'm not. Yeah. And it's Jeff Goldblum, and he is fucking great. It's it's a surprisingly creepy little movie that like I remember as a kid seeing the trailer for, but never actually watching the movie. And so I watched that. I watched uh, Last House. I rewatched Last House on the Left. That's a. Uh, I haven't watched it either in a long time. It's rough. Because, yeah, because it is. I saw the remake. I remember the remake, and even that kind well, of fucked yeah, me up. Yeah, but the remake has, like, more of, like, a happier ending. Yeah, you know? yeah, then. <laughs> right. Uh, like, but, you know, I still think Last House on Left is, it's one of those movies I'm glad I own. I'm glad I've seen it. It's not something I'm going to watch. All the time, All the yeah. time, you know, but I'm glad that, it, like, it's, it exists, you know, because it is a... It's a it's a rough movie, but it's it's good, you know. Like mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, it's... it is, but I, and that's the, my problem is I don't like when people take certain subjects and they deem them unwatchable. But it's like you watch bullshit. People get shot every day on TV. You watch people sure. get raped. Like that's the thing is though you can't just negate that subject and and everything's better. This you know is what, what we talked about in episode yeah. one about like how like yeah exactly you know mm-hmm. um, I'd say there Last House on the Left has a as a smaller body count than most movies, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like Raiders of the Lost Ark or something, you know, like. So, uh, I rewatched that. Then I watched The Burning, which I had said to you before, I loved this movie. Mm -hmm. We're never going to do an episode on it because fuck Harvey Weinstein. He, he, uh, he co-wrote with his brother. He produced it. It was 1980 or 82. Yeah. 80. Um, they were in the music business. They were like promoters. They wanted to get into film. They made this movie, right? It's a summer camp slasher. So it was after uh, Friday Thirteenth. So I'd say probably like eighty one. Uh, Jason Alexander is in it. Oh shit! Really? Fisher Stevens, who I love. Um, Holly Hunter. Oh wow! And the love interest from Bloodsport with uh, Van Damme. Interesting. Yeah, um, and it's a summer camp thriller slasher. Um, here's the thing: in this movie, there are two different moments where a guy gets a little overly aggressive with. A lady. Ah. Uh. And it's clearly depicted as, like, this is fucked up, you know? Uh-huh. So, not that anybody believed his argument anyway, but his whole, like, I came from a different time period. It's like, no, you didn't. Because even in that time <laughs> period, it's like, it, it's it's like... It, yeah. It's like Roman Plansky, if Roman Plansky was trying to say, like, look, man, I didn't know that drugging a girl and having sex with her would be considered <laughs> rape. It's like, well, now you've just completely negated Rosemary's baby. You knew yeah. better, you know? So... And I found out that, like, an intern on that movie was like, oh, yeah, he was like that on yeah. the set of that movie. So, Ooh. it's a shame, though, because everybody else, and Tom Savini does some really yeah. fucking great special effects. It's a fun movie. I really, I enjoy it. And then I, um, I watched 2000 Maniacs, Herschel Gordon-Lewis film. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one is fucking awesome. And it's basically, like, uh, these northerners come to this small, like, southern town. They're, like, passing through and all the... The locals in certain town, like, hey, we're doing our centennial. It turns out that it's, like, nobody in the town exists. They're all ghosts from, like, the Civil War. Yeah. And they're getting a revenge on, on these uh, these renegade Union soldiers uh, uh-huh. who, like, wiped out their entire village. So now they're just, they invite, you know, they, they kind of trap Northerners and, and have, like, every hundred years. Yeah. So, um, and then, you know, torture them. And uh, I mean, we're talking, a guy gets pushed down a... A hill. He's like in a barrel that's like pounded with nails, um, and it's all. It's, here's the thing: is like a, it's horrific and it's a comedy. Yeah, like it's fucking hilarious. Um, uh, so I watched that, and then um, I watched Crime Zone, as a Roger Corman produced film, and then I watched mm. uh, some another Corman produced film, uh, Summer Party Massacre Two, which was uh, a com- completely in a different field than yeah. the first one. But it's awesome. Like, it's bizarre. It's like this weird rockabilly horror movie. I don't know if I remember it. It's fucking rad. And it's I got... Know, I feel like I've, I know I've seen it, even though I mix it up constantly. Like... With uh, Sleepaway Camp? <laughs> yes, I can't help it. 
But I feel like I have seen it. I just don't remember it. Well, you know, it's funny. You mentioned Sleepaway Camp, and that's one of the things I like about The Burning and Sleepaway Camp, and I noticed this, is that, like, all these, like, summer camp horror movies, mm-hmm. whenever somebody talks about them, like, oh, yeah, you know, and they're, like, they're trying to, like, sum it up, they're, like, oh, yeah, a bunch of counselors get killed and blah, 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 and it's, like, no, that only happens on Friday 13th. In Sleepaway yeah. Camp and in The Burning, it's the actual campers, and I kind of like that, you know, like, mm-hmm. I have a weird thing about, like, kids, when you have, like, teenage, like, legit teenage kids getting wiped out, you know, you're, like, oh, cool, like, nobody's safe. Yeah. You know, because they wouldn't Yeah, get... nobody's safe. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was my, that's been my binge. Um, I also watch Young Guns too, like I said. Or Young Guns, I'm going to probably watch Young Guns too at some point. Um, but uh, kind of switching gears and kind of going into the, the main theme of this episode, uh, you were a kid once, I mm. think. I was. Okay, cool. I was a little brat. Right, but I'm sure that you, like I, as a little kid, watched a lot of TV. Yes. Yeah. Well, I feel like... You know, when I was thinking, it's hard because then you're, like, trying to think about what your favorite TV shows were growing up, and then also, like, because sometimes I just don't remember, and then until something comes up, and I'm right. like, oh, shit, I remember that. Um, <clears throat> so, I I have a few, though, that stand out. Right. Obviously, Buffy. Mm, okay. Why? Did you, you didn't even watch it. You watched the you. first season. Yeah, I know, and, like, here's the thing is that, like, I watched the first season... Uh, recently, I rewatched it, and I was like, there's no fucking vampires in this. And There all- are vampires! And Sarah Michelle Gellar's garbage. No. Oh, Kendall God. is not garbage. <laughs> Who? Listen, the, my soap people will get it. Oh. I don't ugh. know if I, there's ugh. any of those. <laughs> ugh. But listen, Buffy lasted seven seasons. So? What do you mean, so? It's it was there for a reason. Everybody Loves Raymond lasted, like, ten seasons. Doesn't well, mean that... Listen, Buffy is good. Okay. Oh, okay. You didn't even make good argument. You, but Angel is a vampire, and he's in the first few episodes. Yeah, but I don't know. It's no, no, you're wrong. Okay. You're wrong. I think you have to watch it through. You didn't even get to the part where Buffy loses her virginity to Angel. Oh, OMG. Yeah, it was a big deal. I cried. <laughs> oh my god, keep selling but, it. Uh, but you know, you. I think we've talked about a few of these before because, like, we grew up in the '90s. Primarily, we're 80s babies, but mm-hmm. we grew up in the 90s, so uh, there was, like, a lot of good... Like, there was, like, Tales from the Crypt, and then there was, like, the Nickelodeon horror, like, Goosebumps and Are You Afraid, Are you afraid of, the of the Dark? Are You Afraid of the Dark, yeah. Um, and then I really liked... Okay, remember the Dead Zone um, TV show? With Anthony Michael? Yes, I really liked it, and that was... What was that, USA or something? Because yeah. it used to be the Dead Zone and the 4400, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. I really liked all the sci-fi shows. Okay. So, uh... One from when I was a kid was Quantum Leap. <laughs> that was more of like my dad's TV show. I, and know, I like, it was my parents' TV right? show, and, and I then, loved it. Yeah, it was so good. Mm-hmm. Scott Bakula, who's also in one of my favorite it's movies. It's weird because like the theme song to Quantum Leap doesn't feel like it does. It doesn't ever. I've always thought this. It never fits the actual show. Like Quantum Leap's theme song kind of feels like you know like a a fun whimsical. Like not that it wasn't a fun show, but like you know what yeah. I mean. Like it's like more of like a a sitcom type thing. As opposed to, like, this, like, weird sci-fi adventure, like... Uh-huh. The Twilight Zone still, it yeah. used to be on Nick at Night, and that was always really fun. Every time I get on an airplane, I still think of I that I do it episode. all the time, too. Yeah, when you look out on the wing, and you're like... There's a man out there. What? My favorite, my favorite Twilight Zone episode is that... Yeah, because it, it's so perfect. It really is. And I, I think that's one of the reasons why it's so many people's favorites, because they do have that involuntary, like, open the wind, like pull the shade to see if there's a gremlin on the wing, you know? Yes. Like, it's been so ingrained in our uh, in our culture. I don't know. I, I, I feel like TV was such a... I don't know. It was a really... It, it definitely changed my perception on a lot of things. You know, yeah. I, I feel bad saying that I was raised by television, but I kind of was. Well, I think we were all, like, latchkey kids at some point yeah. when TV came to be more open to, like, middle class and, mm-hmm. like, working class and stuff. So a lot of people... Grew up with television. Yeah, and I, I, it's funny, because, like, I remember, like, I was thinking about this recently, about how, like, I the way I used to watch TV, like, the way I used to view, regard TV, like, um, you know, I knew shows were, you know, what they were, but, yeah. like, when you had game shows... Oh, yeah. Or when you had, like, um, you know, uh, like, like you know, mo- like not Monster Vision, per se, because I was older at that point. Yeah. But, like, stuff like that, 
they I always thought they were happening live. So when I was watching Double Dare, it was like, oh my god, that kid is getting covered in shit right now. Yeah. Like, and and to me that was a big. You felt like you were you were involved in that. Yeah. You felt like you were in the moment. Um. And look, like I said, when I would watch like uh, Up All Night or any of that stuff, like mm-hmm. late at night, I was like, oh, this person is wide awake too showing movies, you know? Like, I didn't yeah. think of it them being taped, even though, like, I knew that other shows were taped. It was <laughs> something about those shows, like, yeah, Double Dare. Like, it's happening. Well, here's the weird thing, too, is that, like, I would catch stuff like Remote Control late mm-hmm. at night on MTV. Like, it would just be a rerun, but I'm watching it. I'm not, I don't know it's a rerun. I don't know. It's, like, so I'm thinking, or, like, they're playing it again later on yeah. at night. So I'm thinking, this is happening right now. So, like, it definitely informed my, like, you know, like I've said this before, like a lot of the stuff that I love and like my tastes all come from late night yeah. television. Well, watching. you uh, you remember WAAF from yeah. Massachusetts? So remember they used to have a TV show? No. Oh my God! It used to be this was one of the late night things, and it was WAAF, and then right after it was ECW. <laughs> and yeah. e- that's Actually, what I, I wanted to bring I up do. because I loved ECW. I'm not a huge wrestling fan, but <laughs> ECW was the fucking shit, dude. Yeah, I it was that. like. You know, the budget wrestling, yeah. everyone, like, they're, oh, Sabu, Tommy Dreamer, like, uh, the Sandman, like, yeah. those were all, like, They were not so, polished. They yeah, were, yeah, they I were remember. just, like, gritty wrestling. Oh, yeah. And no, uh, that's what I love about late night TV, too. It, that felt real, too. And right, it felt like, like it was, you were, it was happening in that yeah. moment, you know, and, like, and, and that's something, like, so to me, that the idea that there was this other world going on at mm-hmm. night where there was, like, weird game shows, like, Remote Control. Yeah. Or, like, weird stuff, like, you know, I mean, again, like, you know, funny thing is that by the time ECW was around, I was old enough to know better, but yeah. I still, there was definitely a feeling of, like, this is happening live. Yeah. You know, I think it's because there's a crowd there, you know, there's an mm-hmm. audience, and, like, um, so, yeah, I, I totally, totally get that, and, but I, I mean, I remember, you know, kind of going into the whole idea of, like, horror TV shows, Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah. It was weird because my aunt loves that show, or loved that show. She had a bunch of episodes on tape. That theme, and I've talked to other people who felt the same way, that theme is fucking, I still get creeped out listening to it. Yeah. I've watched, Shudder has all these Tales uh, Tales from the Dark Side episodes, and I've watched it, you know, on Shudder, and the episodes aren't scary. It's always a theme song, though, that gets under my skin, you know? Um, There was a Friday the 13th series, I remember Yeah, that's right. I don't really remember that. Um, it was, uh... Was it... How many... How long did it last? Like, two or three seasons. And yeah. it was kind of like this, like, Monster of the Week thing where it's like... There, it's not, it has nothing to do with the movies, but it's an antique shop and each item is cursed. So, like, these, like, two people have, like, inherited this, like, task of, like, trying to track down all the different items so they don't, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, so there was that. And then, like, you know, we told you talked earlier about Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, you know, and, and like, I loved... I loved when they would do, like, the, you know, and we'll kind of go into this as well, but, like, um, you know, like, I love TV movies. Yeah. When, like, they'd be, like, you know, like, or, like, Amazing Stories, that Spielberg thing was, like, kind of, like, mm-hmm. Spielberg's Twilight Zone had, like, Christopher Lloyd as, like, a, uh, I think he, he's, like a, like, a bad school teacher that, like, comes back from the dead. Yeah. It was, like, an anthology series, and that was the one that I always remembered. Um, but, no, my favorites growing up. Were, I mean, and it's still my favorite. Like, you know, like, I got Twin Peaks because I watched yeah, it with my mom. And obviously. Like, I, I knew that was going to come up because I was, like, a 90s Yeah. Um, TV show. Playhouse. I used to oh, wake yeah. up every, every morning. What's his name? I follow Wayne White. Uh, did you ever watch that Wayne White documentary on Netflix? Bits and Pieces, yeah. Oh, my God. He's so... He's just, like, you just want to be engulfed by his, like, kind of happy... Yeah. Like, ridiculous kind of art. Yeah. Um, that he, he, and he worked on the entire show. It's just kind of brilliant. Well, yeah, I was thinking too was that Pee Wee's Playhouse was like, it was, and it's great because I, I, I actually own the, um, the complete series now mm-hmm. as well. And like, I'll watch those episodes now and I'm like, there's stuff that, it's great because you can watch them as a kid. Yeah. And it's, it's really, it's, you know, really engaging and then you can watch it as an adult and you can find certain things that like, you didn't understand as a kid. It's kind of like watching yeah. Pee-wee's Big Adventure where it's like, I loved it as a kid there's lots of adult things. But when I grew up, like, when I watch it as an adult, I'm like, oh my god, I never got, I never understood that shit. Yeah, like, uh, what's it, Adventure Time? Definitely had an episode about DMT once. Right, there you go. But that's the thing, is, like, you, you're an adult watching it, and you're like, there's no way that, like, <laughs> kids know this, but you get this, like, little adult push, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay. Uh, another favorite show of mine, I remember I used to go to my friend's house, and we used to, like, you know, when, and again, I think that this might have been, like, a boys thing, you know, where, like, you know, a bunch of boys having a sleepover. You go to the basement, 
you eat junk food, you watch like dirty, you, you watch like trashy movies and you try to find like, you try to go on the porn channels and fix the rabbit ears yeah. and you can see a boob, you know, but we'd watch, uh, yeah, yeah. we'd watch a lot of Kids in the Hall, which is oh, one of yes. my favorite shows. I was going to remember Kids in the Hall, the state was like really good for ste- sketch comedy, you know? Yeah, but I mean, it was funny because like, I, especially in high school and like a lot of, I, I had friends who were like kind of like on either side, you know, it's like yeah. you could like both. But you, but you couldn't. One, yeah, it's like was, Metallica and Megadeth. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but there was one that you liked more. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've always been a Kids in the Hall fan. I love the state, but I, Kids in the Hall to me is like still one of my favorites. Like, yeah. Um, you know, the Twilight Zone, my, even up until, I don't know, like my dad used to. Oh, Heroes? I forgot about that. Oh, I hated that show. You did? Why? Um, I loved it. I love anything superhero y, though. Like, I wanted. The first season's good when they're introducing everybody. Hmm. Zachary Kinto. He's cool. Yeah. Sorry. You know? Yeah, but it was a dumb show. It wasn't dumb. It was a dumb show. It was wrong. You're it wrong. Was, it was like, ooh, it's like Lost, but with superheroes. Except it's better because it's with superheroes. It was boring, and I hate it. No, it was not I hated boring. what's her face in You're it. You're wrong. Hayden Penetary. Yeah. She just couldn't get up. She was a cheerleader that couldn't die. She was invincible. Yeah. It's like Buffy, but stupider. Buffy is not invincible. Oh She's the Slayer. No. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie. No. Also starring Pee-wee from Pee-wee's Playhouse. He's uh, not, not starring Pee-wee. He's in it. It's Christy Swanson. Excuse you. Who? Oh, trust me. You don't have to tell me. She's in my all-time top ten. <laughs> I've thought about it. I've actually thought about my all-time top ten crushes, and Christy Swanson's definitely in there. Um, That's understandable. She's great. And she had a scandal. She went crazy. She was, like, on Dancing with the Stars or something like that. Oh, really? And she, like, she ended up, like, seducing her partner and, like, getting into, like, oh, leave, yeah. get with, like, his wife, you know, at the time. Like, now they're married, you know? Mm-hmm. But I was like, God, oh, Chrissy Swanson, you're fucking awesome. Um, but, yeah, so there was a lot of, um, you know, one of the things that, like, I always loved is, like, the TV movies that would kind of happen. Yeah. Like, and I think especially with horror is that, like, some of, like, the best things out there have been TV movies. Like, um... So you had, like, so Dan Curtis, who is this uh, producer, he produced a show called Dark Shadows, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom, it's funny, because, like, I, I watched those the episodes. The 70s, now. right? Uh, 60s and 70s. Seven, yeah. Late 60s and 70s. I watch it because, uh, here and there, because my mom, when she was younger, would come home from school and put on Dark Shadows. My mom, who never has understood the whole horror thing with yeah. me, that's what she would watch. So I always watch it being like, what the hell is she seeing uh-huh. in this, you know? And like we, you know, last time I saw it, we were talking about it, but um, he, you know, Dan Curtis produced that, and it was great because, like, in the credits for Dark Shadows, you hear this voice being like, "Dark Shadows is a Dan Curtis production." Dark Shadows is a Dan Curtis production. Uh-huh. He ended up doing a Dracula um, TV movie uh, that had Jack Palance as Dracula. Uh huh. He did one of my favorites, uh, which was the Night Stalker. And oh yeah. That was. Um, you know, it's Kolchak, and he's, like, this, like, Vegas tabloid reporter who, like, starts to suspect that, like, these local murders of, like, women at night who are found, like, with, like, no blood, uh-huh. maybe the work of a vampire. It was basically, like, and it's played by the dad from Christmas Story, you know? Yeah. And it was uh, another Dan... Oh, yeah! It was another Dan Curtis, and it ended up becoming a TV show, but it started off as a TV movie, and that kind of was the precursor for stuff like X-Files. Yeah. You know, like, every week he was going after, like, he was... A hunting new, out a new yeah. monster, yeah. And um, but Night Stalker's great, and then um, Dan Curtis also produced a uh, a show, a movie, TV movie called Trilogy of Terror, and it had yes. Karen Black. All three oh, I stories. I forgot about that. So when I was, and this is all, this is uh, also about television. Uh, when I was in 1990, my mom, my stepdad, well, my dad, you know, uh, who's my stepdad, but uh, my mom, my stepdad, and I, and we went to New York. It was my first time in New York City, and. Um, we were staying at, like, my dad's, like, weird new-agey friend's house yeah. apartment in the city. And, like, um, one point that night, they were, like, they were watching, they were watching 2020, and there was, like, this thing where it's, like, oh, if you have any little kids, get them out of the room, or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So they put me in the other room, and then say it was a broadcast of a real live exorcism. And uh-huh. so I was in the other room. They, like, gave me a bunch of my comic books to read. So I was, like, reading my Three Stooges comic book, <laughs> but I could hear everything, So I yeah. was like, which is far worse than actually watching it, yeah. you know? 
and it was it sounded terrifying, you know. And of course, it's like 2020; they're trying to like hype up the drama. And then and I'm like, I'm scared. I mean, this this scarred me for like <laughs> five to six years afterwards. I was so scared of shit like this. But I remember because before I was going to bed, I was like, you know, I asked my mom, I was like, Mom, did that that stuff really happen to that little girl? My mom, who's still tr- who at the time was still trying to kind of struggle with like whether she believed, you know, had faith or this. Yeah. Thing. She's like, well, uh, honey, I, I just don't know. And I'm like, wrong answer. <laughs> you, just, you just say no. It didn't happen. But so I was still scared. And so the next day, my dad's friend, <laughs> don't know why he thought this would help, showed me Trilogy of Terror because he had it on tape. Yeah. But not just the Trilogy of Terror, but he showed me the, specifically the third, the third story in that. And it's the most famous one. So where Karen Black, she gets a, um, this like weird African doll with like the teeth and everything. Yeah. And, and it's like chasing around the yeah. house. And then at the end of the episode, it still creeps me out. She you knows she's like, she calls her mom, tells her mom to come over. And then she sits there and yeah. she's like pounding the knife into the floor. You and know she- what? That, okay, so uh, my friend Pete, who has a, a paranormal podcast, which mm-hmm. we sh- should have him on one day, Definitely. but he uh, made a post about, like, what scarred you as a kid, yeah. and so many people, that fucking doll, yeah. that, yeah, yeah, that mask. And, and, and then by the end, like, when she's, like, she opens her mouth and she's got the teeth, and you're like, yeah. and so, fuck it, I was so, I mean, I just overheard <laughs> this exorcism, which, <laughs> postscript, I, um, about, like, ten years ago, I found that episode on YouTube. I was like, I've got to fucking see this. I've got to know, you know? Yeah. And I watched it, and it was garbage. I was like, this is so... <laughs> this girl is clearly faking it. It's so stupid. She's be- And she's also being surrounded by a bunch of, like, religious wackos who want to be like, yeah, this is real. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, this is garbage, you know? Um, but... So that was Trilogy of Terror. And then um, in the 80s, there was Midnight Hour, which I was talking about last week with... Our last episode with Solomon, where it's like yeah. LeVar Burton, D.D. Pfeiffer, uh, Sherry Belafonte. Um, Max Headroom started off as a TV movie called 20, Years into the, uh, 20 Minutes Into the Future. And it was like, it was a British production, and they ended up making it a, a TV show in America where they basically scrapped 99% of the cast, mm-hmm. and, except for the guy who played Max Headroom and two other people in the show, uh, the TV movie. But it started off as a TV movie, and I love that TV movie. Um... I remember Frankenstein, the college years. Yeah. Uh, it had William Ragsdale from Fright Night, and it's exactly what... It, it's basically... Frankenstein, the college years is Encino Man, but in uh, college, and yeah. instead of uh, Neanderthal, it's Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein. And, uh... That sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Another weird thing about TV movies is, surprisingly, Stephen King? Yeah. Nothing but TV... I mean, like, all... I'd say, like, at least half of the times people have adapted his stuff, it's all been on television. Yeah, like the shi- I remember the Shining TV movie. Ugh, so bad. Yeah, I remember. I ha- I kind of want to find it and rewatch it because it's. I think that's the last time I watched it when it actually yeah, aired. I remember that too. But I remember the ending was really strange. Uh, Salem's Lot though started off. Oh with, yeah, you know, with a TV movie in the seventies. That's and right. Then they remade. Um, yeah, recently. Uh, well, fifteen twenty. You know. I thought they remade it. With um, Rob Lowe in like two thousand five, two thousand six. Oh shit! I have no concept no, of 2004, time. Two thousand four, I think. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, but it. Yes. That was yep. a TV movie, a two part mm-hmm. uh, movie, which then, still freaks me out. Yeah. It's, it's good. still scary to me. It's I think I think as far as scares go, it's better than the new one. Yeah, like I mean, uh, that kid makes a terrifying uh, Pennywise. Oh yeah, um, he's also in that new show. That new yes, Castle Rock. I, I wanted to talk really about good. that too. I like it. There's a lot. There's so many little Easter egg, like Stephen King Easter eggs, like yeah. throughout the entire thing. That sometimes you're just like, because you if you know it, you're like. This is a this is much like are they gonna end this? But it's also kind of cool and dorky. Cool. But I, I like it. It, it is scary. Oh, cool. I, I do like it. It's suspenseful. I also like that it's got two people who are in Stephen King movies. Yeah. Sissy Spacek and uh, and the, the and the kid who the plays Pennywise. Pennywise. Yeah, that other stars guard that like whatever whichever one he is. He started. He was in that Hem Hem Law Grove. Yeah, which is not. It was not good. But I watched right. it anyway. But he was in that, and he played kind of like this handsome, scary guy because he's like a vampire. But like, was he a vampire? Or was he a werewolf? I thought Hemlock. No, the other one was a werewolf. There was two kind of handsome young guys. There was a show on Fox when it, when Fox first started. I so I remember this. I remember when Fox first be, was the, as a network. Was yeah. Starting, and they they had a show called Werewolf. I think and I it was remember. Basically, incre- the Incredible Hulk show, 
where he's traveling from town to town trying to like track down a cure, but yeah, but he gets caught up in like the local something, you know, and, and instead of becoming the Incredible Hulk, he becomes a werewolf, uh-huh. and uh, it's. I remember I've watched the first episode recently. It's kind of creepy, but is uh, it? Yeah, but back to Stephen King, uh, The Stand. Was yes. The TV movie. Yes. And that was a really good TV movie. It was yeah, fantastic. one of the best. And here's the thing: is that like I feel like the reason why I wanted to talk about TV is because I think kid, a lot of kids now growing up are like it's just like the video store. It's like mm-hmm. the way TV was is no longer. No, and, because now you have direct. You can binge exactly. thirteen episodes of television. Into right, it. and and like you know, and you can also get like, well, I want to get Hulu without the commercials, and it's like, I are you. Are you kidding me? I remember being up at like two o'clock in the morning and then a Time Life commercial about serial killers yeah. coming on and me being like scared shitless. Like, <laughs> that was like, these were a huge part of like growing up, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, or the, you know, the remember that McDonald's commercial when we were kids? Like, uh, I, I, for my, and it's sad because I, I, it's such a cherished memory of mine and now it's been kind of perverted by like the alt right, but like, oh no. Um, the McDonald's Moon Man. Or whatever his name was, I can't remember what his fucking name was. I kind of remember, he but he was like a—he was like a fucking dude, like a moon, like a moon for a yeah, yeah. Out to play, baby. And I guess the alt right is fucking like no, that, yeah. they fucking corrupt everything, just like black and yellow Fred Perry's. Fuck you. There you go. Boys. Exactly. So, you know, the, those are things that I'm always gonna remember. You know. Yeah. Um, Michael J. Fox's, uh, what was it, Diet Pepsi commercials. Oh, or was yeah. it was it Diet Coke? It was Diet Pepsi. One of them. Yeah, it was like where he's like, you know, he's running around. It was Diet Pepsi, and he's mm. running around, he ends up backstage in the, uh, in a production of Cats. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, like, if we didn't have Pepsi commercials, Michael Jackson's hair never would have caught on fire. Oh, yeah, I remember that fiasco. Yeah. So television is a completely different beast than it was. Um, but I, I don't know, there's just something about the way it used to be that, like, I really kind of cherish and love, you know? And, like, we don't get... Yes, we get cool stuff like, oh, Castle Rock's on Hulu and blah, blah, yeah. blah. But not the, there's... I remember on Halloween, whenever Halloween was coming around, like, television was just inundated. Like, every show had, like, a Halloween special, like The Simpsons or um, Roseanne. But or, I think they still do, don't they? Like, Simpsons is like, still on there. The commercials were all, like... It was, like, it was like a Budweiser commercial. It's a Budweiser commercial about Halloween. Yeah. It was like, everything was I haven't like, had cable in like five years, so like I don't remember. Right. I mean, I remember stuff, but like now I think I've just been so used to not, not having, having that. Yeah, and it's like, but I, and I, I get that, but it just it kind of takes away like the sense of, uh, and I you know I'm just waxing nostalgic, but I mean. It's, you are. I but, am. But it does, there was always a sense of like excitement about, like, like I said, if it was. If it was Halloween, it was like everything was Halloween. It was like yeah. basically television was like walking into Target on Hall- around Halloween, <laughs> you know, or Christmas. Yeah. You know? um, and that's why, like, uh, Here Lies, which is that uh, this dude up in um, Canada puts together these video compilations of like, you know, television and horror. And, like, yeah. So, like, every Halloween, he like puts it's basically, like I said, it's like a mixtape, but it's on video. Mm-hmm. And it's like, He'll put, like, the Elvira MTV special on there. He'll put, like, a Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode. Mm-hmm. He'll put trailers or commercial, like, not just trailers, but, like, the TV, com- like, because, like, if you watch, TV, there's a difference between TV spots and, and trailers. Yeah. They're shorter, they're, you know, and it's usually they're a little bit more, like, playing at a theater near you this Friday. You know? Yeah. Um, so he would fill up the video with that, and it's just so cool. But, um, so 1973, they do, uh, a TV movie called Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, which I yeah. keep almost saying, um... Are You Afraid of the Dark? Are You Afraid of the Dark? I know, because it's hard yeah. not to. They definitely stole it. Yeah. Um... Yeah. I well, I, I really liked it. I did see the remake. I forgot about it. I completely forgot about the remake. You, the remake starring Katie Holmes, Guy yeah. Pierce, and produced by Guillermo del Toro, yeah. who is a fan of the TV uh, movie. Uh, obviously, why, Which yeah. is why he wanted to... Um, Gamora de Toro, I feel like, is a fan of a lot of all-encompassing horror and sci-fi, which is one of the many great things about him. But I I really like this. I mean, it's very much a period piece because it's so 70s. And I love that. I love yeah. the 70s. Everything is, like, just engulfed in this, like, lime green and yellow. And then, um, okay, first of all, if you've seen it, you know what these little monsters look like. Well, yeah, so Kim Darby, for our... <laughs> Lane Meyer's mom from Better Off Dead. Yeah. Her and her husband. <laughs> who Her husband is... Um, oh, he's dick. A dick. No, he's a dick, but he's also... 
the guy, uh, Timothy Hutton, who won um, yeah. the, the Oscar, or was it nominated or won the Oscar for Ordinary People, mm-hmm. it's his dad. Oh, right. weird. So they move into, the, like, everybody's dream house, and he's like, oh, yeah. I really wish we lived in an apartment. Yeah. And she's like, no, in this will yeah. be great. And then, of course, they open up that little, like... A bolted down, like, uh... Ash thing. Cleaner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Near next to a fireplace yeah. that's bricked up, and, um, little... As you described them, little, uh... They have walnuts for heads. Yeah. You better crush those little motherfuckers. That's what I'm saying. And, and... <laughs> <laughs> but they're supposed to be, like, super strong, and the whole yeah. idea is that they want to, um... They, they, they don't, they only come out in the dark. Yeah. And they're trying to take her with, like, take Lane Meyer's her, mom, yeah. steal her, make her one of them, or something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, and also the effects, like, I like the fact that, like, the, the walnut head monster is a little goblin. Their demon. mouths Their don't, mouths don't move, because of the mask. Yeah, yeah. Because of the mask. Uh, and it is, and I like that every time that you sense in the room, like, a green light comes on. Um, I think it's a really cool choice, though. It's like really I do. Eerie. And I like the soundtrack. It was like the score is like this really weird, like not quite a synthesizer. But yeah. Like this weird, like um, it would have this weird, like you know, uh, almost theremin like sound every time, like something really like a bad was gonna happen. Um, this is a good like female hysteria movie where yes. no one believes her, and she's like, something is happening. Everyone's like, no, honey, you did it, or like, no, you probably just need sleep, or like she's just being crazy. Oh, her husband, like at one point, fucking. Yells at her. Yeah, like, for like he just like, got aggressive out of nowhere. Yeah, he's, um, he's not having it. Yeah, so I I did really like it though. It well, in fairness, women are hysterical, and oh that God, why why bother? You, you know why bother <laughs> listening? Um, well, the best thing about it is her friend finally comes around towards the end of the movie. She's like, okay, maybe you're right. Yeah, but then leaves her. Lying in the bed by yeah. herself. It's like... Drugged up. Drugged up. Why don't you just fucking stay with her? Mm-hmm. Like, and her husband's like, I'm gonna go talk to the old guy who might know a thing or two about this. It's like, why don't you get the old guy to come over? Yeah. Like, why is everybody being, like, so stupid? This woman is sitting there, like, freaking out about, like... And they're just chalking up as, like, she's just freaking out because he's gonna get that promotion. If he gets that promotion, he's not gonna be around yeah. as much. And, like, you know, she's just afraid of his success. And it's like... <laughs> Oh yeah. man! Like, Ew! <laughs> I love it. I mean, I just wish we could go back to that time period where it's like when, like, if if my girlfriend was giving me shit, I'd be like, "You look, you're just jealous or just worried about my yeah, success." Yeah, my career. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. I did like it. I mean, it is. It is the same. It's a lot of the same stories that we're used to. Yeah. Um, but it is still kind of convincing and creepy, and I do like the little whispers. It's like it's got a fairy tale feeling to it, like. Yeah. Um, yeah, like the little, the goblins or whatever, but it's like, it, 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 that's what it reminds me of, is that, like, those, like, uh, you read any, like, uh, Mike Manola's Hellboy comics? Yeah. Where he always kind of, like, loved to dive into, like, weird Celtic or, yeah. you know, weird, like, Little, folklore. yeah, and it's, like, Icelandic folklore, like, Celtic, yeah. it's, like, very much that type, and I, I always enjoy it. Little <laughs> goblin people who uh-huh. try to steal your soul or try to, like, mm-hmm. replace you with another goblin or, like... Yeah. You know, and so it's got that weird fairy tale feeling, uh, except for the house, the fact that they live in this amazing house. Yes. Amazing. And um, also a house that's, like, geographically different than any other place in the country because, you know, at one point, you know, uh, Sally or Lane's mom early is locked up. She's, like, up in her bedroom, and she's drugged up, and the... And the the weird walnut goblins have just cut the power, <laughs> and her best friend goes outside to go get, turn on the fuse or anything, and her husband is off talking to old man, what, yeah. uh, whatever, and, like, the friend is outside, <laughs> and it's broad daylight, <laughs> and everywhere else it's, it's nighttime. It's nighttime. And at first, like, I was looking it up, and I was like, that could have been in one of those issues where it was like, they shot it day for night. Uh-huh. Kind of like what I was telling you guys before about the Dark Shadows remake in the 90s, where... They did Didn't a lot. Did they of, remake it recently? Too? They, well, they made a movie. Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. But in the, the in the nineties, they did like a mini series. Oh, they did. Yeah, it had uh, Spock's dad from the new Star Trek movies. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he was the vampire, and um, and but they shot a lot of day for night. But when they transferred it over to Hulu or on DVD or on video, they forgot like the to fix some of these. Oh movies. no! So it's just, like, it's him, just so blatantly. Yeah, so him walking around in the daytime, and you're like, wait, can they do that? Like, yeah. So like, it's kind of, oh, I thought it might have been the same thing with this movie, but it, 
They no, just, yeah. Yeah, it just looks like they were like, oh, shit, we gotta get that, that shot it. of her, yeah. you know, outside. Oh, well, who cares, you know, like, suspension <laughs> of disbelief. But, uh, all I'm saying is, is that, like, it, it's, it's pretty glaring, and, um, but yeah, they just, this fucking woman is, like, hysterically freaking out that there's these little, like, goblin monsters, and nobody's fucking, they just yeah. leave her alone. Every time, oh, I'm gonna go to San Francisco. For a yeah, two-day I'm business gonna trip. leave you for two days. Like, dude, your Fuck fucking off. wife is hysterical, and they're like, you know, and and. But his career. His career, and then she's huh. like, "I want to sell the house," and it's like, "Fucking don't sell the house. Just make her ah, oh, just, just stomp on those little walnut people." Well, they're supposed to be super strong, I think. And it doesn't like, say that anywhere. They kill the the uh, the interior decorator. They trip him down the stairs. Yeah, but with a trick, not with their strength. Yeah, but then when she grabs the rope, they like pull it yeah, out of her but hand. There's three of those little fuckers. Yeah, <laughs> and, and those three of those little fuckers drag her down the stairs. I know. know? And this part, this is the part that baffles me. Is that so? They're afraid of uh, they're afraid of light. It's like mm-hmm. kind of like you know precursor gremlins, and they're dragging her. Down the, like across the room and towards the stairs, and she manages to, to pull off a table, a camera with a flash. Yeah, and, and she uses it once, and they freak out. So we know it works, and then she doesn't use it again. She uses like, it one more time. Does she? Right before they drag her into the oh. into the thing, but still, she didn't do anything with the time that she a lot. She could have just like kicked herself free or something. Yeah, I know it, she was drugged, but still. See, that's the thing. I I'm saying, kick him in the dicks. Yeah. Stomp him in the head. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then you do that, and I'll say that you're just jealous of some male success. You yeah, know? obviously. Um, <laughs> no, they really, like, I mean, there's a lot of, like, that heavy, like, in the 70s that, like, you know. Yeah. Uh, like, I, be, I bet it was for dramatic purposes, but it was so, it's, and I, because you see it a lot in older movies, like, the, you go from, like, a regular type of, like, dialogue to, like, yelling and being very dramatic, and I feel yeah. like that's what he was doing. Like, she'd be like, why? And he'd be like, ah, ah, why? What do you mean? And it's like, okay, but chill even like, out. even, like, when her and her best friend are walking around, she's like, oh, I'm feeling kind of whatever, and her best friend basically, in a nutshell, says, let's go shopping, and it's yeah. like... Let's spend our hubby's money. It, yes, yeah. that's exactly what she says, and it's like... Are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> I did one thing. Another thing I liked about this the remake with Katie Holmes and Guy Pearce. I'm not a huge Katie Holmes fan, no. But I do. Uh, I did like the remake. I saw, uh, yeah. I, and I, I saw the driving, so that might have played a part in why I liked it because it's always fun. Creepier, to see yeah. Yeah, but she's a lot tougher. Like she's hysterical, but she's not like you know so easily. Yeah, yeah. she like kind of there's like there's an element of like I'm going to do something about this, whereas Kim Darby's just like. Oh, there's monsters! Sorry, yeah. You know, and like, you know, she ruins the fucking dinner party that's like super important because if this dinner party goes really well. Uh-huh. This dinner party they're having in the dark, by the way. Yeah, completely. Uh, but if it goes really well, her, her husband's going to have a great future. And it's like, fuck, I, I wish I was going to a party where everything, somebody's future is riding on it. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, 100% I riding on this that since high school. dinner party. I don't think I've ever been to a dinner party like that. This is really important for me. Oh, it's great. I loved it. I loved it. It's so... It's totally in line with the shit that I've been watching in the past week. <laughs> Last House on the Left, where, you know, women are treated completely... Yeah. You know, like, as, as equals, Stop. and, you know, like, no, nothing bad happens to them, and, like, you know... <laughs> uh, Clearly. Um, One party of the Ma- best empowering. <laughs> yeah, it's very empowering. Summer Party Massacre 2, where, like... I mean, let's be honest, right? Like, I mean, the women in that are fairly treated <laughs> as well. You know, they're, they're, you know, Crystal Bernhardt from Wings isn't screaming every five seconds at, like, this monster with a weird guitar drill that, like, come on, let's be honest, mm-hmm. is a dick. Um, <laughs> so, um, no, I mean, this fit right in line with it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about this weekend, but when the cats are away, the mice get really <laughs> misogynistic. <Yeah. laughs> Typical man. But yeah, it very much like the, um, you know, oh, she's yeah. just crazy. She's like whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I, I do like it. It was, and it's. I think it's shot really well. The director did um, it bunch is of tel- yeah, bunch of TV stuff, Star Trek, Wonder Woman, Night Gallery. Oh yeah. Um. So you know, and like I said, Kim Darby. I've seen her in stuff like uh, she was in Better Off Dead. She was in Halloween Six. But she's Damn. probably the most famous for, for being 
the in the original True Grit as the little oh the yeah girl that hires John oh Lane. yeah she That's was her. a girl. That's who. And she got that weird accent that like isn't quite European, like British, it, but it's it's very it's you said you know, yeah it's old time Hollywood because mm-hmm. she's from L A. But she's got this weird like. Carrie Fisher's accent in Star Wars, like that weird accent yeah. that she dives into, very much uh, Kim Darby in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. It's a, it was a great little TV movie. Uh, yeah. You should totally check it out. It's awesome because you get to see the uh, the weird, like... The, Is it only available on DVD? Uh, I'm sure you can find it on video somewhere. Maybe YouTube. Maybe YouTube, yeah. It's got some, you know, you can totally tell where the commercial breaks are. Yeah, which is kind of the, the best part because... Yeah. Uh, you don't see it too often now, those type of breaks. I, I miss them. I miss yeah. them every, every... I get it. <laughs> uh, and I'll, I guess I'll kind of wrap up this this TV thing with... Um, uh, every Christmas, my family and I, we watch... It's been a tradition since, like, the late 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, we watch a videotape of uh, the George C. Scott Christmas Carol. Uh-huh. Yeah. My dad taped off of TV. IBM was doing, like, a, you know, a movie of the week type yeah. thing. Yeah. And you can see, like, the commercial start, and he'll, like, you'll see him, like, he's trying to edit on the remote, you know, like, <laughs> where it'll, it'll cut right back to the movie. Um, the best part is, though, is in the credits, right? So he just watched this Christmas story, uh, my favorite Christmas, one of my favorite Christmas stories, and I'm, like, I get emotional during it. It's beautiful. It's yeah. great. Georgie Scott is awesome. The, the tape is so bad that you have, like, ghost images. Yeah. You know? But it's still, like, I refute my parent, my, my dad, you know, years before he passed away, it was like, oh, I, um... You know, I bought it on DVD for us to watch. I was like, no, we're watching the video. <laughs> the video taped off of TV. <laughs> At the end of the video, so there's like, you know, it's the, cr- the credits or anything. There is a, uh, a kind of, you know, like a, you know, up next. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, Channel 10 in Philadelphia because this is when I lived outside uh, Philly. Mm-hmm. And um, Channel 10 in Philadelphia, uh, brutal murder in, and it's just like this horrific news story <laughs> that they're telling you, and it's during the credits of Christmas Carol. Yeah. And it's like, oh god, you will never. Yeah, ever I, remember, get I that. remember those like news at ten. News at ten. Up, yeah, yeah like, coming up. Like, yeah, uh, double homicide. Or, yeah. But, it, but it's like it's not even like something like double homicide. It's like brutal murder. It's like it's yeah. something so visceral. horrific. Yeah, double murder. Yeah, exactly. And and it's something that I'm always gonna miss about television is that like mm-hmm. you never get those weird serendipitous Inter- moments like yeah. that, you know? Um, <laughs> so, I'm sorry, kids, you're missing out on the fun shit. Like, <laughs> that triple, TV will bring you, like, real murder. D- yeah. Double homicide during Christmas. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's that's my yeah. TV feelings and uh, thoughts. Uh, do you want to wrap up with anything? No, I think there's a lot of good TV out now. It is different, but there's a lot of good writing. I mean... It's Castle Rock is cool because it's uh, in the horror realm, but it, like it's also very much all Stephen King. Yeah. So if you're a Stephen King fan, you'll love it. Yeah. Um, and then also a lot of cool stuff happens. Uh, like American Gods finally has a TV show, um, and then also uh, Lock and Key, who is Stephen King's son, I know. got Good ordered fan. a pilot at Netflix, so yeah. I think it got picked up, but I don't know. I'm I not, they, no, I'm not sold they... yet, because I think when I read the article, they said the pilot that Joe Hill wrote was not included, but he's still on as a writer, so sure. we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it's, uh, I mean, yeah. But it, it's, I feel like the way TV is now, especially all, all this web-based, it's a lot easier for people to have stuff on TV than it was before. So, I don't know. In one way, you miss certain things, and in another, you get um, so much more shit thrown at your face. Yeah, we're going to get a Watchmen TV show, which is, I think, what we should have had in the first place. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what's happening now, is that we're getting, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, yes, there's a lot of, we're losing a lot, but we're also gaining, like, such really cool, like, opportunities where, like, you can have a, Hey, let's have a show that takes place in Stephen King's universe. Yeah, that's right. You know, mm-hmm. wouldn't have had that, and like they, there, there was there wasn't as much uh, room to take chances back in the day. Yeah, exactly. Ratings were different; they were calculated different. You mm-hmm. know, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, shout out to um, whom? We got. There's got to be somebody that we want to say. I always have the same shout outs. Yeah, it's always like you Eric. know what? Shout out to us. 
you should yeah. go on iTunes. Tell us how cool we are. Give us, you know, it's like, <laughs> look, look, basically we're like Uber or Lyft. You just we give need us, ratings. Give us five. Yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, like... You give five to everyone. Yeah. We're like Uber and Lyft, but we're not rapey. I think that's actually, the, like, the motto, our, our slogan for the podcast is, like, like Uber and Lyft, but no raping. Yeah, but non, non-rapists. non Yeah. So, <laughs> um, give us five... Go on iTunes yeah. tell your friends about it. We go request on, it. Yeah. Go on five. Instagram. Um, hit us up for ideas, you know? Yeah, we got, love it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, like, we, we're still working on some other stuff, you know, and uh, other episodes that people have mentioned before they want us to do and we are working on that and uh oh i shot a short film last week oh yeah when is when are when can we see it uh i am going to it's going to be edited uh we're going to do a first cut in a few weeks and then i'm going to look at it and i'm going to you know give my notes and then we got to record some of the audio stuff for it and then uh, i'm hoping by around halloween which will be fitting it's yeah uh, perfect yeah it's a really I, i just you know after reviewing the footage i was like Oh, great. This is like a Eraserhead meets Herschel Gordon-Lewis, so, <laughs> um, which is perfect. You yeah. Know? Uh, so, I, yeah, I wrote and directed something and Fuck actually yeah, acted dude. in it, and uh, I need to get in shape, so... Um, Don't we all? Yeah. Keto diet! Yeah. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> so, that's, uh, that's it. Shout out was, to Keto. Yeah. <laughs> not shout out to our Indian food. I was not impressed this... Uh, that's because you didn't get the butter chicken. That's true. But I got everything else. Anyway. um, (laughs) All right. All right, guys. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Kim Darby has inherited this house from her grandmother. But the house has some secrets. What's this? It's uh, for cleaning out the ashes. It's been bolted shut. By me. And that's the way it should stay. I think they're visitors. Visitors? Mice. Don't be afraid of the dark.